between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. For there is a hope in heaven. There is a hope in heaven. There is a opening of the heaven over you. There is an opening. There is an opening of the heavens over you. There is an opening, 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 opening of the heavens over you for to come up. There is an opening of the heavens for you to come up. For I have opened the heavens. I have opened the heavens over you. That even on earth you will do what is done in heaven. You will become the like the heavens. You will become like the heavens. You will inherit the places of the heavens. I have opened my heaven for you to come up. For you to come up to heaven. For you to come up to heaven. For you to become, uh, to become an heavenly being. For as you have borne the image of the earthly, so will you bear the image of the heavenly. I have said this. I have said it. For the heavens is open over you. It is open over you. It is open over you. For I am instilling fear. For the secret things belong to those that fear me. I am opening and giving fear. I am impacting fear. I am impacting fear. For as you sanctify, you are coming into realms of fear. Realms of fear. Realms of fear. Realms of fear. For in my fear, you would defeat fear. In my fear, you would defeat fear. In my fear, you would defeat fear. For you would like a timosia letter. If 
fearless being comes up. It is a fearless being who is full of my fear that comes up. I am come to impact fear. I have come to bless. 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 I have come to raise you a stone. I have come to make you a stone. I have come to bless. I have come to bless. I have come to bless. For my heavens are open over you, says the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Glory to Jesus. Father, we thank you. Thank you for this baptism tonight. Thank you for opening, opening the realm of your fear. For opening up the, the realm of your fear. Thank you for giving us access. Thank you. We, we receive access tonight to to pick up the blessing of this place, the blessing of this realm. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. We come under our trance. Let heaven speak expressly to our soul. You've prepared a table already. Help us to eat, strengthen our vessel, to draw waters, to drink and to feed. Thank you. Use my heart to bless your people and Use my voice and my mind and all that I am sub submit to you, Father Hebron, or minister, minister and messenger of the covenant. Come and bring your message. You said you're already here. Minister to us. <clears throat> Bless us. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And thank you, Jesus. Good evening to you. In Jesus' name. Please, you can welcome somebody. Just say, just say to them that I'm glad you're here. I'm happy to see you. Thank you, Father. Glory to you, Jesus. Thank you. Amen. There are so many people on this side I can't really see as a concern, but I have to maybe walk by faith and not by sight. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Praise God. Okay, let's open our Bibles. <coughs> Hallelujah. Thank you. Praise God. Psalm chapter Psalm one of four. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. 
how are we doing? Are we doing okay? Yeah, okay. Are you are you being blessed? Do you feel? You feel you're being blessed, okay. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, let's open our Bibles to Psalm 104, verse, from verse, verse 4, praise God. Uh, verse 4, who, who maketh his angels spirits, praise God. Who maketh his angels spirits and his ministers a flaming fire, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Who maketh his angel spirit and his ministers a word, a flaming fire. Uh, if you go up to, okay, from verse 1, it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul. Uh, o Lord, my God, thou art very great. Praise God. And that thou art clothed with honor and majesty. Who coverest thyself with light as with a garment, and who stretchest out the heavens like a curtain, <clears throat> and who layeth the beams of his chambers in the waters, and who maketh the cloud his chariots, praise God, and who walketh upon the wings of the wind. Thank you. Um, amen. Um, verse 4, and who maketh his angels' spirits. And his ministers, what? A flaming fire. Thank you, Jesus. Um, in Psalm 103, in verse, verse 20, it says, Bless the Lord, you his angels, and that excel in strength, that do his commandment, hearkening unto the voice of his word. That's verse 20 of Psalm 103. And verse 21, bless ye the Lord, all ye his hosts, ye ministers of his that do his pleasure. Praise God. So, so you see verse 20 um, speaks about the, those who he calls angels, right? The angels who he called them, he said that they excel in strength, that do his commandment, hearkening to the voice of his word. That's, that's the angels. And verse 21, he spoke about other beings. It was clear those are not the same beings. They are different entities who he's referring to. Verse 21, he calls them ministers of his that do his pleasure. Praise God. And so Psalm 104 <coughs> Verse 4 is speaking about those two categories of beings. First, the angels that's um, spoken about in verse 20. And then the ministers who they speak about in verse 21 of Psalm 103. Praise God. So, and it's showing characteristics of both, that speaking concerning the angels, that he made his angels, he made them spirit, that was spirits, uh, 
is talking about properties of <clears throat> that is um, property concerning. You want to understand nature of spirit. You have to look at verse twenty, um, where they describe those beings further. Right. So the same beings who he made spirits, praise God, are those same beings in verse 20 of Psalm 103 said that they excel in strength. That word excel means highest. The, that word excel means highest. means that they have the highest strength. He gave them the highest strength. And also, they are beings that do his commandments and they are the beings that hearken unto the voice of his word. Praise God. Those things, they are not trivial things. So there is a way that you can try to put yourself there and say that I'm strong, I do his commandment, and praise God. <laughs> and I also hear God's word. But this is, the scripture is bringing, trying to bring division <clears throat> and trying to describe beings that God made and is putting quality, qualification about their nature, their frame, that the, the way God made them, praise God. So his angels, he made spirits. So if you want to, if I say to you that, can you tell me who is a spirit according to what God, like when, when I say spirit now, I just don't mean a spirit being. I mean somebody who God made a spirit. Praise God that who you call a spirit is a being that excels in strength. That any being that doesn't excel in strength, that would excel, that doesn't have the highest strength of creatures. Aha, uh-huh. such a being that doesn't come into the highest strength are not yet spirits according to God's definition of spirit. Praise God. So spirits are, so are those who have the excellent strength. And then they also are doers of, they are not just doers of commandment. They are doers of his commandment. Praise God. So the spirits, it takes a spirit to do the commandment of God. And also, it also takes a spirit to hacking onto the voice of his word. The word hearkening is if somebody who is not a spirit tries to hearken, they can't hearken onto the voice of his word. Praise God. There's something about God. God is not a man. He's not a being. You see that, you see that God who is invisible, that's hard to see, hard to discern. There are beings who hearken onto the voice of his word. That they do nothing else but hear him. Do you understand what I mean? That, I mean, that being that we have to fast to try and hear. And after fasting, we still don't, most of the time, what we hear is not correctly. It's not really, we can't be too sure. Sometimes, after fasting, and when you're done fasting, when they ask you, has God spoken? You might not be too confident, amen. Even when you say, yeah, I heard God, but sometimes something inside will, that, ah, is this thing? Sometimes we say, God told me. Sometimes when you say, God told me something, that you say, really, is it? Are you really sure that God, it means that there's still something. That, 
That being called God means that we don't just hear him freely, but they are telling you that there are beings that he made to hack him onto the voice of his word, that they hear his voice. They are beings of strength. Praise the Lord. So it takes, so these beings are beings of pedigree, high beings, high angels. They are not just, they are not just angels. They are angels that have excellent strength. And you can see the way, what they tie excellency of strength to, the tie excellency of strength to the capacity to do the commandments of God. Many beings can't even hear the commandment or discern them, talk less of do them. But these beings are doers of God's own commandments. Amen. And they are also hearkening unto the voice of his word. So that's one class of angels who he made spirit. Praise God. Then the second people from Psalm 104, who he calls ministers, praise the Lord. That this, these beings he calls ministers, it's very clear that they are all angels according to the general sense of it. The general sense, the word angel just means messenger, rather angel, and girl means messenger, a bearer of a message. So you understand that they, they call all the beings in heaven they call all the beings in heaven. All the beings in heaven are messengers. But not all of them are God's messengers. Right? There's that word, he's, here in verse, chapter, one, in chapter 103. They are speaking, everything they say here, they are qualifying with his, his. First, his angels. Then you see his ministers. Then you see his works. Those are when it comes to God, are you getting what I'm trying to say? Praise the Lord. <clears throat> so you see his angels, you see his ministers, and then you see his what? His, his works. So in, the, in heaven, you'll see that all these beings function towards God. Now, they, their function towards God is not all that they do. But all, all these beings, you find that they have function towards God, but they can also have other functions which God created into their being and into their, into their frame. But this Psalm 103 is speaking about their own function towards God, that there is a class, that there are only a certain class of beings in the spirit that God can call his angels, even though there are many angels in heaven who are also bearers of message, but they are not bearers of his message. There's a difference. Do you, are you getting the sense of it? There's a difference between his message, his message, his message. Praise God. So the, when it comes to the service of God, when you look at these beings called ministers, say ministers. <clears throat> ministers in heaven. Thank you, Father. Ministers, they are... They are kind of angels, but the ministers are not the, they are not angels of God. They are angels, but they are not angels. To you, they are angels. All of them are angels to you. Because all of them, there's no being in heaven that doesn't carry a message for you. Are you seeing that? So, one thing that you have to understand about Bible language is that when they are saying something up to, towards you, Sometimes it doesn't apply necessarily towards God. It's not everything that applies towards you that applies towards God. 
So when you are having a conversation with somebody and you're referring to any being from heaven, to you they are angels. All of them are angels because they have a message for you. They are angels to you. In fact, all the angels, they call them, are they not all ministering spirits? So when it comes to you, to their function towards you and I, they take the word spirit and minister and put them together. And then they call all the angels ministering spirits. So a spirit is both, is, I mean, ministering spirit is a being that can carry out the function of both a spirit and a minister. Do you agree with what I'm trying to say? So, when it comes to you, you are lower than them. We are lower by just our natural, where we are coming from. We are below them. So, below, below those beings, to, to us, they are, both, they are both angels and ministers. Do you understand what I mean? They are both angels. So, that's why the book of Hebrews, chapter 1, it said that, are they not all, that's not, not few, that from every realm of angels, the, the highest, the second, all, all the realm of angels, that to you, they are all ministering spirits. So to you, each of them can minister to you. That was ministering. And they, are, they can minister to you. And they're not ministering spirits. They're minister for them. Minister, ministering, minister. Or when you say minister to you, that word minister is... It's not just two. Minister is also four. The word angel is two. Ministry is four. That's the, minister, that's the, the way you use the word minister. I, I, I don't know if I'm imparting some sense to you. No, I'm not imparting any sense yet. Okay, I'll just talk a bit more till, till the sense will begin to drop. <laughs> Praise God. All these are Bible senses that we have to talk about. Them. While we are, are talking, we are removing layers of your English grammar, all of those things. The way you read by dictionary and then you now arrive at the Bible sense of those words. Praise God. They are not just English words. They are scriptural language. Do you understand what I mean? Praise the Lord. So when you are using ministering, <coughs> thank you, Jesus. For you, when it comes to ministration, ministration for you is not two. It's four. It's four. When they are ministering for you, although they can minister to you, but the main ministry is ministering for the minister for them who shall be heirs of what? Who shall be heirs, who shall be inheritors of salvation. So concerning things that, are, that you need to come into, they have to minister for. So the word ministry actually means the, ministry means the usage of the, the usage of the house of ministry. Or the, the word ministry, a minister is a user of the temple. Or a minister is a user of the temple, or you call it the temple, or the tabernacle, the house. Or a minister is somebody who, is, who has skill or specific function in the usage of the house of ministry. What I mean by house of ministry? House of ministry, we've been learning about that. The house of ministry, is, we, saw it, we saw it show up in the Bible, first as the tabernacle, praise God, and then we, it showed up later as a, t- a temple, when it got to its permanent site up upon the earth. Amen. And we saw that that is also a copy of the heavenly house of ministry, which is heaven itself, 
which is a place, a temple of ministration. Praise the Lord. So, so when it comes to ministering, ministry has to do with the ministry has to do, praise God, ministry has to do with the, the, the usage of the temple, how you use the temple. Amen. That's what ministry is. Praise the Lord. Then is the, the work minister, so a minister, the office or the function of a minister is not the exact same thing as the function of an angel. An angel is a, is a bringer of a message. An angel can, can carry a message far away from the, temp, from, the, from, the, <clears throat> from the temple. A minister means a bearer of a message. Do you get what I'm, I get the sense of what I'm saying? Ah, you don't understand me. A minister. So when they say, an a, a bin is a ministering spirit, he's talking about, it's, it, that word spirit there means angel. You, can, you have to get the sense from here to interpret Hebrews chapter 1. So when they say, are they not all ministering spirits? This, it means, are they not all ministering angels? Do you see that? Yeah. They are all ministering angels that minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation. So it means that the function of angels is they, they are able to carry out some, of, some office pertaining to the, some ministry pertaining to the temple on your behalf. Do you understand what I mean? They are able to do some things relating to the temple. Or in other words, that they can minister the temple. They can, they can officiate. They can... They carry out a function in the temple. <coughs> Praise the Lord. But at the same time, they are also bearers of message. Those are the two sides, you see, of angels, or what you want to call angelic ministry. Is the angelic ministry is what they are. Is their function in heaven or their function in the temple. That's, all, that's one side. And then the other side is what? The, the message that they are carrying. So, so all of them are ministering spirits, praise God. So when you are talking about angel to you, they are ministering spirits. And they are not all ministering spirits that minister for them that shall be heirs of salvation. But when it comes to God, God separates, God separates, the, the, God separates the function of, of his spirits or his angels. Thank you, Jesus. <coughs> Sorry. Thank you, Father. Praise the Lord. So God separates the function of those who, there are those who minister, they minister for him or to him. And then he separated them from those who, who are Angels, who are his angels, they are not the same. So, when it comes to the angelic concerning God, um, God has to, in heaven, when it comes to, as touching the life of God, as touching God's own life, praise God, God has to demarcate those two things. He has to separate between between angels and ministers. So you find that when it comes to God, the, those beings he called minister, they are those beings who, are, who can carry out ministry 
before him, but cannot bear his message. Do you see the difference? That, in other words, they can do a ministry, but their ministry counts. Their ministry counts. But they, in them, when it comes to God, for God himself, they, can, they, can, they carry out a function in heaven, but they, can, they are not bearers of his own message. Why? Because they don't have privilege of, of his, the realm where his, his message or his commandment, and then you call, they saw there the voice of his word. Are you seeing that? So when it comes to God's commandment and the voice of his word, those things are, they are privileged things that you can only find in the realm of the most holy realm where you can find the angels of God. So those angels, so you see the word message. Um, to be a messenger, it's very clear then to you that to be a messenger in the spirit is not a trivial job. Right, that in fact, the, the, the ministry of bearing message is higher than the ministry of ministering. I can use that word. Or the, the function of bearing message is, is, a, is a higher qualification than just ministry. Now, you say, what do you mean? Are you, do you, don't angels minister? They minister. Do you get what I'm saying? They minister. They're all of heaven are realms of ministry. Not, well, not really all of heaven. It's not, that's not true. When it comes to God, <clears throat> when it comes to God, things that pertain to God, um, um, ministry mainly is done mainly from the, from the second heaven. Uh, when, because uh, from outside the second heaven, you are not yet, you are not yet dealing with God. Not, there's, there's hardly anything in the, in, the, in the first heaven that pertains to God himself. It's uh, when it comes to function. Do you get what I'm saying? Now, what, am I, what do I mean? You can separate heaven into realms of life or righteous, <coughs> righteousness, peace, and joy. Do you agree with me? That's what the kingdom is, righteousness, peace, and joy. And those two, three things are according to the stratas of heaven. Praise God. Now, any righteousness that doesn't have the, that, is not, that doesn't constitute the function <coughs> of trying to make peace. It does not touch God. It's not, it's not, um, it's not really, I, I don't know how the word, I don't know, the best way to put it is that it's not, the righteousness is not godly. There is what you call, when you move out of God's own realm and come out to the realm before him, you find there's something they call godliness. It's a, it's a property in the realm just before God. It's, that word godly means Things you accumulate, and it now begins to get to a point where it begins to serve the purpose of reaching God. That's, that's the reason for the sanctuary. Is for to, is for, the reason for the sanctuary is to, is to create the metric, the, the measurement, <clears throat> and the fulfillment of what it takes to reach God. It's, that, it's like that middle round. Are you getting what I'm saying? Is that middle realm that when, when in the courts, there is service done in the court, but someone can be doing service in the court, but when it, you are doing it in the court, they will be clapping for you. Wow, service, righteousness. Ah, this is beautiful. You are doing all these awesome things. These are things you are not doing in the world before. They will just begin to. And in other words, when they are clapping for you, what they are telling you that what you are doing is good. It's good. Good. 
This is good. Ah, this is good. This are, you have started doing good things. <coughs> that's, the, that's the first realm of God's kingdom. It's, the, it's good. That's the, the commendation of the first realm of heaven is good. When you see a person in that, in that first world of heaven, that's the Levitical world of heaven, that they, they, if a person can arrive there, inside, inside, you'll be, or when you are, you can hear a commendation of good. Heaven commends beings who are in that world, that this life you've chosen, this separation you have measured is good. They'll say this is a good thing. That's the, this is the first good thing you have ever done in your life to be able to arrive at this place. That anywhere below here is not good. There's nothing, you've not done anything good. So once you arrive in that place, the, the courts of God is the place of goodness. Goodness, that's the first time you hear heaven will smile. Aha, uh-huh, this is good. You have measured separation from the world. You have been separated. This is good. Are you getting what I'm saying? But the thing with good is that good, good is righteousness without any standard for reaching God. It's not yet, they've not begun to talk about getting to God yet. They're just telling you what you have done is good. This is very good. Now, to, when you now move into the, the second realm, which is the realm of the, the righteousness of the second heaven, it's not just another revelation of just to commend your goodness. You're already doing good things. Now, I said that the, the school of this second heaven world is to teach you the measurement of the good that is acceptable. This is, are you seeing that is, you are moving, you now transition from the school of the goodwill to the acceptable will. Do you understand? That's the, the realm. So the, the purpose of the second realm or the realm before God is the, realm, is the place where they unveil standard of acceptability. And you see souls are in different dimensions in this thing. You see, you can see a soul who, word of righteousness has separated, but they have not yet, the soul hasn't yet journeyed to a point where conversation concerning, conversation concerning approval and measurement of, of, ah, what's the word? Praise the Lord. That, the soul doesn't, doesn't yet buy into, into, when they say, the soul enjoys the world of righteousness. And wow, I love this thing. It's awesome. It's beautiful. Because they've measured separation. <clears throat> but they've, they've not yet begun to, to accept the conversation that brings specificity and definition and standard to that righteousness. Do you get the difference? It's the difference between when the teacher is teaching and then they just throw you a, a question. Hey, can you try this one? And then when you do it and you got the answer, ah, I have the answer. Then you say, please, can you stand up? And what is the answer? And you say, that question you just asked, the answer is this. Ah, prof will say, wow, that is good. <laughs> It will commend you. That is a, is a commendation. That's the goodness is you have begun to, you begin to receive commendation from heaven. That you have begun to touch our things. This is our stuff. You have begun to handle our stuff. You are on the right track. This is the place you have to be. Are you understanding my sense? That's the first, that's the first realm. 
But then, when you don't talk about the acceptability, is when it's different from raise up your hand and Lord, this is good. Is when you will now say, okay, this one now is a test. And it's a test for maybe 10% or something. They will add a, there is a pass mark. It's not just that it should be good, that you can fail it. Even though you might bring forth some good things in your answers, but you can still fail that test. There is a pass mark for it. Do you see the difference? That's the difference. I'm just trying to use words to describe the difference between the good will and the acceptable will of God. That you have, you, is, the acceptable realm is the realm where you can, where you, you allow, you're not just talking about righteousness, but you're not trying to, to measure up righteousness with a standard that God has put. God has, that standard is already there. It's, it's been there since. The standard is inside God's life. It's, it's, it's that, that standard is, I don't know who created it, but maybe it's mercy inside him. They just decided, okay, this is how, that anything, if a man can get to this realm, we can start teaching him. We can start talking to them. You know that our, this is our secret life. This is our secret life. We will, we will keep it secret until a man can arise to a certain point of the other point, acceptability. Are you getting? Are you getting the sense? That's what they're telling. So, so, so what they're trying to tell you is that this thing, see, all this thing we are doing, we don't know. Too, we are not too educated about spiritual things. You know what I mean? It's like if someone just went to university and you're just going from class to class. In that first year, that kind of behavior, you just go, go, and then you come back. <laughs> even when you are in your second year, someone find you. Yeah, you might not even know what kind of place that university is. You might need to take time. Okay, why do they craft courses this way? Okay, how do they develop the syllables? Why do pros behave the way they do? Why do they act as if they want to kill us? Do <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say? Those are things. You're now, you, you, it takes time. You have to meditate about the school. You know, oh, oh, ah, okay, okay. It has to be this way. Otherwise, the, if they don't do it this way, when they produce graduate, they might be bent and crooked. Do you get what I'm saying? They well, if they don't do it this way, and they produce a, a, a bean and say you've graduated, that you might be a problem. You can go and cause problems because there are some things that was, you see that meanness, that behavior of profs, as if they want to kill you. They want to, they want to, to, to straighten something on the inside of you. They want to align your, your inward mind with that profession. Are you get what I'm saying? There's, there's, so so the, the, way, the way those, those programs are developed, they've, take, they've taken time, they've studied People, they saw the people at this age, young people, they have a particular kind of problem, number one, on seriousness. Today, they can be A, a plus to them. Tomorrow, they can be. That's why we cannot just leave them and do one test for them at the end. But when you do one test at the end, might, the person who passed, one of them might just feel good and just, oh, okay, well, I'm just reading tonight, all nighter. He doesn't know anything about the course, but he just finds a way. I get what I'm saying. <laughs> they know young people. They know people like they know, they know those beans are unstable beans at that age. So they must build a curriculum that anybody who, who will arrive at the end of this thing, you, we've been through things, is an approve you. You are you are acceptable. There's the, there's their standards. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? So but so when it comes to when it comes to the things of God, 
we are oblivious. We don't know too much. All we just know is that just come to meeting and listen, you will grow. And it's true. The same way you know that just read and study, you will pass. But, but there's a sense you, that's behind it that you don't know that as you are coming to meeting, you're listening to messages, you're obeying God, you are learning obedience. You don't know that those things you are doing, that heaven can count you. You don't know that. We don't know that. They can actually count you. They can actually weigh you and see. They say, God, we just weighed him now. This is how much, how much righteousness is in him. You don't know that heaven can do that. Because our mind cannot conceptualize. So you mean you can just weigh a soul and then give them a, a measurement? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can. If they can count the, the beast. Say, he who has wisdom, let him count. And this is, you know, that was, that was <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Say, it's, it's, it's 600, three scores. See, the count is the number of his name. It means that in heaven, they count names in heaven. That one name means being, nature, stature. When you, when you see a man, take him. When heaven, heaven can count you. And they will tell you, equal to you, I equal to this. The spirit, they are not, they are not, um, praise God. You don't believe what I'm trying to say to you. You don't, think, you don't believe all these things. These are the things that should make us humble, that, praise God, <clears throat> they have, that there are beings that have higher faculty than you. You, you count, um, sorry, <laughs> praise God. <laughs> praise God. You, you can count how many beats inside this two. You can count them. You can count. Amen. How many dodo? How many plantains? Did you serve me? Those are the things that you count. But don't limit God to all those things. God can count better things. If, it's not by what I say. He knows the number of things on your hair. The number of hair. Is there any instrument in this world that can count the number of hair on your head? Even computer, we are not sure it can do it without making a mistake. So it means that the being who said that he knows them, he said he numbers them. So does he not have a, don't you think he has a, is it possible he has another kind of mind that has some kind of things that he can count some, some things? If he knows the number of the stars, do you, know, you think he doesn't know the number of stars on the, in the sky? You don't think he doesn't know how many molecules of water, of hydrogen are in the ocean? You didn't think God doesn't know their number, to the accurate number. In fact, when you try to count with him, you find out that you are out of... When you get to gazillion, gazillion are one. It's good. Gazillion are two. You see, you see, God is still counting. You say, God, but we have reached gazillion. What else is there? God will say, we don't count with God. We don't count one, two, three. There's a way we count things. That is, we are spirits. So are you getting what I'm trying to say? God is a spirit. God, you need to understand that. Don't limit God to yourself. So, so God can count you. He can count. So God can, you can get to a point and they will say you are now acceptable. <clears throat> are you understanding what I'm saying? Who is the acceptable man? You say, this one is now godly. He's now a godly fellow. So you see the word godly is talking about, it's not just righteous. Someone can be righteous, but not yet godly. So you see, the teaching of grace is first to make you righteous. Righteous. The grace of God that brings us salvation as appeared to all men that denying ungodliness that we should. Titus chapter 2, right? We should live righteously, soberly. Righteously, soberly. And then godly in this present world. Godly. That, 
Godliness. There's what you call godliness. Godliness. Godly. Godliness is the standard of man that God accepts into his own school. Godliness just means that to God, what godliness tells God is that you have done well with, with the creaturely life. As a creature, you've done well. You have done well. Now it's time. You can now learn your creator. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So learning the creator is not the same thing as learning the nature of Christ. They are not the same thing. Learn, Christ is who they come and teach a man who is the, somebody who praise God, has no, somebody who has no spiritual, when it comes to count, you are from you are zero or minus. They, they bring you from minus. Are you get what I'm trying to say? You have no count in the spirit. Count, no count means you're not, you don't have relevance when it comes to spiritual things. When you bring the least spiritual thing in heaven, is higher than you. That's a being. That's where we started from. You get what I'm trying to say? So, but the... So Christ is to make, the, the ultimate goal of Christ is to make you godly. The reason for Christ is to present to God a man that he can teach. is an image, is a nature. Christ is the, is the nature of, the, of the, the image of the godly man. The, the Christ is the image of the kind of man that God converses with and that God can teach and talk to about his own life. Are you getting what I'm trying to say to you? <coughs> Praise God. <coughs> so, so in heaven, there's the realm, the first realm is the realm of <coughs> righteousness, is the realm of goodness. But goodness without the, without, you see, that, you see why in that realm, nothing about God, really. God, 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 God. They don't mention anything about God in the first realm of heaven. Praise God. But when you move into the second realm of heaven, that's a different world entirely. So when you get to the second world of heaven, that's where, that's with the beginning of ministry. Be- below the second heaven, the first heaven, you will see works. Are you seeing the difference between, there's a difference between works and ministers. It's, this is Psalm 103, they're there. Bless you, the Lord, all you his works in all. You are, when you are ascending, you have to deal with works first. So works just mean, the work means display of goodness. That's, what they, that's where the display is a, is, a, is a display of good things. Praise God. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Is it what? It's a display. What is the meaning of his works? God, God's works. Like what God what God did. Amen. God's works are not, they are, they are works that God did. They are, of course, they are, they are works of God. But every work of God is to display something that is, is for, the, every work of God is, is for the demonstration of righteousness. Praise God. Every work of God is for what? The demonstration. Why? Why is it? It's very, that's a very simple statement because God cannot do anything unrighteous. Yes, so if these are his works, yes, these are his work, but they are his works without the standard of his person. They are his works without, that are without, um, amen. Let me try and make it a bit clear to you. Praise God. 
Thank you, Jesus. Um, somebody can, someone can make a car. That car is his work, but that car doesn't tell you anything about him. Do you get what I'm saying? Now, it's possible a car could tell you about something about somebody if they put things about themselves inside it. Someone can choose to make something and they infuse it with things about themselves, but someone can choose to just make something <coughs> to communicate maybe an idea or to communicate an idea, something. Praise the Lord. It's for, it's for a purpose. Someone can make something that is functional. So in the sense of, um, you know, Something that is functional can be good or bad. Do you agree? Like if a person makes a car and the car doesn't move, is it good? It's not good. So, but if someone makes a car and the car moves, it's good. But that car might not, tell, might not contain anything about him. Do you see? Are you getting the sense? I'm, I'm, I'm giving you a sense. So, the, the, the first heaven is, is the first place where you see example of good things. Do you get what I'm trying? That's what the first is. Is the first you can never see anything good. All any when you interact with spirits, like we all interact with on the earth, they are all bad. They are all bad. All of them. All the spirits, unless you've gained access to heavenly ministry, means that most of the thoughts that come to men's mind are bad thoughts. All the things that come from spirits, they are bad. They have they have calyx. When you try to to use them, no matter how good they seem, they always cause they will spoil you. The word spoil means they steal from you. They can take from you. They said the thief coming not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. There's something, there's just something bad about everything that does not come from heaven. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So, but when the first realm of heavenly ministry is the introduction to good things, another word is, is the first realm of righteousness. Righteousness means things that are right. Things that are right. You can never get things that are right, except it comes down from heaven. Every good and every perfect gift cometh down from above. Cometh down from above. And in our case, cometh down from above, 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 above. Then coming down from God. What? Coming down from above, coming down from the Father of light with whom there's no variableness or there's no what shadow of turning. Praise the Lord. So, thank you, Lord Jesus. So, <laughs> amen. Are you being blessed today? Okay. So, you're seeing that God can have works. So, this Psalm 103, verse 22, explaining verse 22. It says, bless the Lord all his works in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, um, oh my soul. Praise God. So, so it means that these works of God are, they are beings who, who are what, who carry, who God designed as good. Praise God. Am I making some sense to you? So, so you can see very clearly that beings from that realm 
could talk to, they could talk to the earth before. <clears throat> From that realm, they could talk to the earth before. So it means that the, the least of earth and that heaven, that first realm of heaven, they could, co- they could communicate. When I say communicate, I mean they, they can talk and they don't have issues against each other. There's no accusation against each other. It means that the first heaven could speak, could, could relate with the earth without accusation that, that there's something wrong with you. But right now, when heaven, first heaven sees the earth, so there's something wrong with you. You, guys, you, are, you have been tampered with. There's no longer a good here. Because initially when God made everything, the standard for the earth was good. Check it when he was making them from Genesis chapter 1. Everything he was making, good, good. So it means that good is the lowest standard of heaven. Including heaven. It means all of heaven. It means they made heaven and the earth. Everything was good. And the beginning, the, you know, when God made it, praise God. <coughs> you see in that word good. So good is, good is where, is, is the lowest. Good is the bottom of anything that, anything that God does. That's why they call it all his works. Anything, as long as it is God's works, it's good. God cannot do anything that's not good. Good, good is the lowest that God can do. <laughs> Are you getting a sense? This is, this is just, uh, just wisdom I'm giving you. That this is the lowest God can do is good. But there are, there are higher things in God. So when God made the earth, it means that the earth was good before. The earth was good before. Praise God. The earth was good and... God also, God created a realm in the air that wasn't just good, that was very good. It was in chapter 2. When God planted the garden in Israel, it's very, good, it's very clear that Eden was better than good. <clears throat> Why? Because it said that the Lord planted the garden eastward in Eden, and then he put the man which he had formed. But you know that man is very good. So he created the environment that can carry the kind of man. And when man fell beyond that state, God closed it. The man can never come here again. Do you get what I'm saying? Even apart from the garden, Eden itself, God closed Eden up. And God drove man away. Praise the Lord. Am I saying something? Are you being blessed? Okay. So goodness, goodness, say goodness. Goodness is the least of God. But it's not everything that is good that speaks about God. That's just my point to you. So I said someone can make something, but what they made doesn't talk about it. They didn't put information. You cannot learn that. You cannot study that thing. If you learn that thing, you can learn how to do good things. Like someone made a car that works. You go and learn the car. You will now know how to make a, a car. Maybe, and through learning, studying the car, you will also be getting sense of engineering sense that when, I, when they call me later, come and design a bicycle. You use some sense they use in the car. Don't know that doing it this way will be bad because they didn't follow that pattern there. So you now have a sense of goodness. Do you get what I'm trying to say? <clears throat> so you can also design your own thing. So the first thing, what the first heaven will minister to a soul is what? Is goodness. But, but then the second heaven doesn't just carry goodness alone. 
the second heaven is a place where when you get to the second heaven, praise God. Amen. Please, let's pay attention, okay? Thank you if you can. Thank you, Jesus. The second heaven, when they are moving you up in heaven, or you're beginning to, when I say second heaven, I know I'm talking of beings. They are beings of heaven. Praise God. That when you come to this realm of second heaven, you now find beings there who, when it comes to God, they don't just, they're not just his works. And when you read them, you wouldn't just, you're not only reading goodness or righteousness. They are right. They are good. They are right. But when you read them, you can read something more than righteousness in them. Inside them is embedded in knowledge. It's not the knowledge of God. What is inside them is not what? It's not the knowledge of God, but rather it is the knowledge of the pleasure of God. Praise God. The, his works, they don't contain knowledge of his pleasure, but they contain righteousness. There is difference. So anytime we are talking about this thing, we are talking about count, state of soul. You can have a soul that has righteousness, but doesn't contain knowledge of God's pleasure. <clears throat> and everyone can tell, they can differentiate between such souls. They're not the same in the spirit. This one is, it has righteousness. So this being is a separated soul. Awesome. You are good. But when they check, it might not say, do you really know anything in all your righteousness? Do you know anything about what pleases God? That's a, that's a different thing altogether. Are you seeing that? Now, you say, ah, what do you mean? So, isn't righteousness pleasure? No, listen. Righteousness, the one you say pleasure, 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 amen. There is what you call the pleasure of God himself. That's what we are talking about. Things that can please God. Things that can please God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh-huh. To please, what does it mean of please? Pleasure. You ministers of his, that word, that do his pleasure. Praise God. Ministers of his that do his word. His pleasure, his pleasure, his pleasure. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So you see that God actually has, God has two pleasures. Right, there is the, there's the, there's the pleasure in himself, of, there's the pleasure of his own life. That the pleasure of his own life is called pleasures forevermore. It's, it's different from pleasure. The second pleasure is the pleasure of Christ. Christ is the man that pleases God. Do you see that? It's the, the, the nature, the full stature of Christ is the stature of the man, that, that, the man of the pleasure of God. So God can only be pleased by by his own life and this Christ. Do you see that? God can be pleased by his own life and then what? And his Christ. His Christ is also a revelation. It's also an image of the pleasure of God. Now when I say his Christ, I mean his full Christ. The full nature of Christ is also the nature of God's pleasure. Praise God. Amen. So, 
what does Christ, what, what, what pleases, what in Christ pleases God? What in Christ pleases God? What in Christ pleases, what pleases God in Christ is the, is the pleasing, is the pleasure of the standard of his acceptability. That is the, you are pleasing, you are, you are pleasing, are you get what I'm saying? Pleasing to the point of his acceptability. So you are pleasing a standard in God. Christ is a standard that God rolled out for man. That this is, when it comes to man, I won't accept anything less than this. When God comes and puts a marker, it's an opportunity of pleasure. Christ is the first, is God's stamp. Just, God just came out and put his stamp here. He just came into the world of creatures and put something there. And if God didn't bring Christ, man would be oblivious to pleasing. Man would have no standard. There would be no standard of pleasing God. He took Christ. He don't know what Christ is. He don't know what Christ is. Christ is, Christ is the... Is, when, when Christ came, eh, eh, ah, finally... They have revealed the pleasure of God to creation. So creation now has somewhere to stand for, to stand where you can have a guarantee of God's visitation. That's who Christ is. Christ is the statue that gives a guarantee of God's visitation. Anything beyond that, man is not guaranteed of God's visitation. So when they say that the foundation of God standard sure, that foundation of God, you don't know what that thing is. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? That's the whole, the whole journey of Zion is to arrive there, is to arrive at that place. Hey, when you get to that standard, you know you've touched the pleasure of God. It means that you've, when you've, you've been conformed to the image of Christ, you should be happy. Ah, finally, I have done something. That God can be pleased with. So it means that the revelation of Christ's image is mercy. Is God having mercy? The giving of a Christ is God having mercy on man. Because if God didn't give a Christ, man would be completely oblivious to him. Praise God. Am I making some sense to you? Amen. So so when it comes to minister, let's say ministers of, his. ministers of his. So blessed the Lord, all you his ministers of his, verse 21, that do his pleasure. So it's possible to, to, do the, to do God's pleasure. They are now separating pleasure from his commandment and the voice of his word. This commandment. So God who... So God... So it's a being that is a minister, right? Those, they are, those ministers here, yeah, they are beings in heaven. They are kind of angels. They are beings of the second heaven. Those seraphims of the second heaven. Who, when you see them, they are, they are busy. They are busy with a ministry. They are busy with a ministry. When you see, when you check, if you can... If you can encounter such beings in the spirit, they are busy with a, with a ministry of, of the pleasure of God. What is the, who are ministers? They are ministers who are doing work that God gave them to do. 
Do you see that? God, there are beings that, there are, beings that are doing work that God gave them to do. They're not his works in places of dominion. They are, it's different. His works in places of dominion, they are showing forth what he did. They are showing forth is what God came, a, a, a standard of righteousness that God defined in their frame. That's what they are, the beings of the first heaven. See all those powers, those thrones, those dominions, all of those beings, they are, they are demonstrators of, they are, they are, they are, they are, they are, they give a sample of God's dominion. That's what they do. They, they release, there's a savour they release. The savour of separation. Once you, once you arrive in the first heaven, or you come into the court, you smell God's kind of dominion. It's because of those works in all places of his dominion. God put works there that release perfume. Of, it's perfume of a different dominion from what man has ever seen before. That's the purpose of the Levitical realm. It's another, it's another kind of place. It's a, the Levitical world is a, is a world of display. It's a realm of display that, that those who, are, who, are, who come to the, the, let's say they come to the temple or whatever, who are coming for to do their own atonement, they bring their things. When, when they're looking at the, the tabernacle, what they would just see are Levites walking around. That's, that's the best they can see. They, can, they don't see priests doing their thing. They can't see. Their, those are, that's within. Priests ministering. They can't see those. They're not privileged. That because there's a veil that covers that the sight of such a ministry. And God must cover it because what priests are doing has to do with God. Anything from the sanctuary has to do with God. So the, God must cover it. But when you come, you will see Levites walking around. When you see what Levites walking around, doing their things around the tabernacle, they are showing. When you, you can, there can be a, it can be a video film for those who are interested. You will just be seeing another life entirely. You are used to going to farm, coming back, going to hunt, going down, doing business, all of those things. You now come and see another set of bees who don't do anything like that. Just see them walking around, doing, handling things of tabernacle. Another, another civilization, another dominion. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Ah, you don't understand me. If, you, if in, in Israel you came to a temple, if you came to the temple and you saw Levites walking around, you will, you will know. You know you have, you have a king in the palace. This one's that king is not their king. They have another king. These are beings of another world. They are from another, of another country. You watch the... So are you seeing those? So it means that Levites are works in the places of his dominion. They, they, they show for their, and that way they, they are stars. Do you get what I'm saying? They, when the Bible speaks about the stars of heaven, all of those, those stars are speaking of, uh, the best way to see it is it was Lucifer himself, when he was the one talking, when he was talking about how he will ascend, his ascension, but he was giving revelation of heavens, when he was saying what he will ascend into. Are you, you saying? Say, how are that falling? Oh, that was Isaiah chapter 14. Oh, Lucifer, son of the morning. He said, that was said in your heart. First thing he said, I will ascend above the stars of God. That's first heaven. Uh, do you see that? So, what are stars? They are what God decorated heaven with to shine. You can, from afar, you can see stars. They're just shining. 
It's like when you look at the star, it's another world. You know, that place where these things are shining is not like the earth. You know, it's far away. There are his works in all places of his dominion. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Is this giving you a sense of, of work? So God, when he, he put the, his, the main treasure of what heaven is keeping, he hid them with veil. The second heaven is veiled. The third heaven is veiled. But when it comes to the, the first heaven, it doesn't, there's no veil around it like that, even though there's still something that keeps it. What, what covers the first heaven are gates. It's not veil, it's gates that covers the first heaven. And someone must have access to gates. Do you get what I'm saying? There's something that gives access to gates. What gives access to, to gates? To be able, when I say access to gate, I'm not even talking about entering the gate. I'm talking about, first of all, seeing the gate. You have to be able to see the gate. After a while, you have to be able to enter. But it's very clear that what gives access to enter the gate is, be, is being born of water and of the Spirit. Because that's what enters into the... Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? I, I want to show you something about how God designed the kingdom. Is it okay? Yes, sir. So uh, let me tell you what. The word gate means praise. Right, he was speaking about Zion. He said, I made your walls salvation and your gate praise. What is praise? Praise means advertisement. Do you get what I'm saying? It's a praise. When this thing is a praise, it means that, ah, it calls attention. This is a praise. What does it call attention to? It calls attention to what it's a praise of. Anything that when you are praising God, praising God means you are you are, you are, the word praise actually means to talk about him. Don't, don't be silent about him. Speak concerning him. When you are raising a praise, um, Sam was talking about the attitude of praise. David was teaching us about attitude of praise. Praise is not silent. Praise is not, if it's secret, it's not a praise. Praise can never be secret. Never. Not say, well, I'm just praising in the secret. No, no, no. Say, make a joyful noise, a joyful sound. That's Davidic attitude, teaching you praise, attitude of, no, no, there was a sweet psalmist. It's not everything that is praise. Some things are deeper than praise. But when it's praise, praise is noisy. Praise is noisy. Praise is an announcement. I get what I'm saying? That's what the first heaven is. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So, when you, so the, 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 the what the, what the, what they, there's difference between gate and veil. They are not the same thing. What covers the second heaven is a veil. What covers the first heaven is a gate. There's difference between a veil. A veil, you might not even know. A veil is almost like a veil is almost like a wall. It's not a gate. A, a veil is a wall that can part if you do the right thing. Do you get what I'm saying? That's what the wall is. It's a wall that can part if you do the right thing. That's a, a veil. It's not really, it's not really meant for, for entrance. Something seriously must have been done to gain access. When, in, in, when it was given the, the way to access different realms in, this, in the tabernacle, the Lord was giving it to Moses. Or was telling Moses to tell Aaron and his sons. He spoke about the criteria for becoming a priest, meaning to move from the outer court into the holy place. This is, is, is different. You must become another being entirely. You must, there are a lot of things that must happen. Blood must be shed. 
They have to wash you completely. You must change garment. You must anoint you. All kinds of things to enter into that realm. But, but becoming a Levite is not to... What makes people a Levite is just being born a Levite. <laughs> it's what... <coughs> Do you, you get what I'm saying? It's just a tribe. You are born... As long as you are born as a tribe of Levi. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. But... And then they are, I can't remember all the things you have, but it's not like the priesthood. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? So I'm saying entering into the gates or entering into the gates is easier than entering into be, behind the, a, a veil. A gate is easier. A veil. A veil is hidden. A veil, you might not even know that there's a realm there. You, you, cannot be, you will just be around when there's a veil somewhere. You'll be around there. You won't even know. You won't even know that there's something there to go to. But a gate is an announcement. Have you seen, have you seen the, how they design beautiful gate? From afar, wow, the gate is calling you. Come. Come. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? That's the way, that's the, way the kingdom is. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. So in, those, in that, those realm of his works, right there, God's works are different from ministers of his, right? So, ministers of his are, are angels who God gave work to do. They are not his work for, a, for they, are not, they are not his works to, um, they are not his works just for, ah, uh, just for, the sake of defining the bound, the, sorry, the, uh, for separation. They are not, the purpose of God's works are to make a soul separate, right? To come out from somewhere and journey here, right? But separation is not the impartation of God's own things. Praise God. But when it comes to to minister, those people who are ministers of ease, angels who are ministers of ease, who are seraphims, praise God. They, their ministry is for is the, they, they minister with something, there's something inside their heart that is in addition to all the thrones and dominions and principalities and powers and those beings. There's something else inside that is in them that as, as they are doing what they are doing. It is that thing is, is, an, uh, is something that God put on the inside of them, praise the Lord, Hallelujah. that then further qualifies their activity. It is the inward, um, is an, is an inward um, standard inside of a seraphim that is tied to God. An inward standard in them that is what? That is tied to God. Now, one of the main things that we're seeing on Saturday that God put inside the seraphim is his fear. Is a, a, is a standard of fear. Ministers of his are ministers who are able to 
who are able to carry out righteousness with a sense, with a, a sense and a feeling of God's standard. Do you see what I'm saying? It's, it's another, it's like, it's, it's another, it's an upgrade of a righteous nature. It's another upgrade of, it's an upgrade of what? Of a righteous nature. It is a, so when you say ministers, minister of his is, there are beings who can, who can do things that God, that who can fulfill the, the, they can fulfill the standard of pleasing God that God has given for creatures, praise the Lord, to Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Fulfilling, they can fulfill the standard that God has given to creature that will make a creature approved unto him. Praise the Lord. And that standard is the, is the like I said, is the fear of God, right? That fear of God, when you say the fear of God, or they call it also the fear of the Lord, that fear of the Lord the um, preacher called it the beginning of wisdom. Praise God. It's the, the beginning of wisdom. It's very clear that the wisdom, that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of, it's not just, it's not the wisdom of Christ. It's actually, it's the wisdom of the Almighty. All right, that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of what? Of the wisdom of who? Of the wisdom of the Almighty. Praise God. Oh, that is the beginning of the wisdom for this. There's another set of wisdom. When it comes to the man has his set of wisdom, God has his own set of wisdom. Right? So when it comes to God's learning, there's wisdom for God's learning. The wisdom for God's learning is not just the spirit of wisdom and revelation which the light of the candlestick in the holy place teaches, is another wisdom. You now get that when it comes to the realm of God, there is another, you now come to another world of wisdom and understanding. Do you see that? Yes, then the, the understanding, that's the understanding that Elihu was speaking about when he was talking, when he was speaking to Job. Remember Elihu was talking to Job? Praise God. After Job's comforters came and they spoke and they Spoke and they spoke. And after, when you see everything they were saying, there's revelation in what they are saying. That everything that Job's, those are that three guys, friends, we call miserable comforters, they were, praise the Lord, they were saying things that, those things, you can't fault those things. Those things are higher than the earth. What to go and read what those men were saying. But <laughs> Ellie, who was, well, his problem was that they were not speaking, you were not answering the problem of Job. Job, Job's, the, the, the righteousness, that if you check it, look at, look at the fault that Elu found with Job. That with all these things, you are still not righteous. You know, all that you are. He said, your problem, Job, is that you are trying to, you are trying to, what's the word that he used? You're trying to, Excuse yourself. There is, but 
There's a realm, Job, in which you are excused, but not before the Almighty. So, Elihu was another, was another kind of being that they brought another kind of sense. They brought, he's the one who brought the sense and the wisdom for the school that Job was in. It wasn't, so it means that Job's, or those other friends of Job, it's not that they were bad people who had no wisdom. If you go and read what they say, you will gain wisdom. You will become wiser than you were. Because those beings, they are not cheap. They, they are beings of age. But after, all right, Elihu said that, I said that, yes, should speak. And multitude of age should teach wisdom. But he said that the aged is not always wise. Not that gray hair always give what? Wisdom. So it means that there is wisdom, but there is wisdom. It's not all. He said, but there is a spirit in man. And the breath of the, or the almighty, that word, it means inspiration. The inspiration, the breath of the almighty, giveth him understanding. So he's talking about another ministry of understanding in God's own realm. Are you seeing that? So you are seeing that in God's world, there is wisdom and understanding. And then wisdom, you now see that when you are moving into the realm of, of being spiritual, when you want to come into spirituality, like Paul was praying for the Ephesian church in Ephesians chapter 1 to them to become spiritual, he began to pray about the spirit of wisdom and understanding. So it's very clear that the spirit of wisdom is the principal thing said, wisdom is the, spiritual, is the principal thing. And in all that getting, get understanding. So there is what you call the, the wisdom is the principal thing for the school of Christ. But when you are done with the school of Christ and you want to come into the school of God, you have to find the principal thing for that school, which is another wisdom. So, so the wisdom and the sense of learning the nature and the image of Christ is not the same wisdom with which you learn God. God's own wisdom you only press, you press into it. That wisdom, they don't pray for you for it in that kind of prayer. For it wasn't prayer. It wasn't prayer. When it came to Ephesian church from being babies to become spiritual, Paul prayed for them. When it come to another realm of God's wisdom, you cannot pray. You must write Hebrews. It's not prayer time that now. It's something you must... We have to put in you. There's a wisdom you must have. It's something. It's another thing. So, so actually, what, 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 what gives birth to the wisdom, which is the principal thing in the school of God, is fear. Fear. Say fear. 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 It's fear. There's the wisdom. Fear. Fear. So the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. You now come to beginning of wisdom. So I get what I'm saying. So a soul that was wise before, who was, who was being taught by the spirit of wisdom and revelation, will now come into another beginning of wisdom by virtue of what? Fear. So, there is a wisdom a soul can never have until they fear. It is, that fear is not a common thing. The fear of God is, is the treasure which the seraphims, they carry. It's their, it's their minister. So you see those ministers of his that do his pleasure, they are beings of his sword. There's something inside of them that what? That their ministry is fear. So it's very clear the, the sanctuary is the teacher of fearing. That's the, the culmination. <laughs> do, do you agree with me? Praise God. Oh, you don't, you don't believe me. That the, what, what, how you know, the highest spirit of instruction in the sanctuary 
is the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. The Lord. That, so the way you, so, you see that a soul has begun to, to, to excel in the ministry of the, of the second heaven is when it begins to produce what it calls knowledge and what? The, and the fear, and the fear of the Lord. Knowledge and the fear of the Lord. The knowledge and of the word fear of the Lord. Do you see that? It is that fear, Isaiah chapter 11, knowledge and the fear of the Lord will now make him of a quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. That word quick understanding is the word, the inspiration of the Almighty. It's another kind of, are you getting what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm saying? It's another level of understanding which the soul will come into. Praise God. Am I saying something to you? Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> so, um, praise God. So, when um, a soul is, uh, is in the school of righteousness, then <coughs> they, and then God wants to have mercy on the soul to come, okay, let's now, you're righteous, let's now begin to make you godly. That there are beings that you must encounter. And, and those beings are seraphims, these ministers of his that do his pleasure. So these ministers of his that do his pleasure, they are, they are, they are beings of heaven who, who, carry out the, who carry out priestly. They are, they are the beings who you call priests. Uh-huh. So these angels are the angels who are priests in heaven. They are the priests of heaven. Thank you, Jesus. Isaiah saw them. He, had, he, had, he found grace to have a vision. Let's see Isaiah chapter 6. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Isaiah chapter 6, if you're there, say amen. amen. Verse 1, it says, in, in the year that King Uzziah died, I, I saw also, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. And above it stood the seraphims, each one, having, each one had six wings, and with twain he covered his face, Praise God. Hallelujah. And with twain, that word twain means two. With twain, he covered his face. With twain, he covered his feet. And with what? Twain, he did fly. With twain, he covered his face. With twain, he covered his feet. And with twain, he did fly. And then one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried. And the house was filled with smoke. And then said I, woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips. 
and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean leaves. For mine eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then flew one of the seraphims unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongues from off the altar. And he laid it upon my mouth and said, Lo, this hath touched thy lips, and thy iniquity is taken away, and thy sin purged. And also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? And then said I, Here, I, here am I. Send me. And he said, Go and tell these people, Hear, hear ye indeed, but understand not, and see ye indeed, but perceive not. Now, praise the Lord, that's something else. Now, amen. amen. Now, you're seeing that the reason for, first of all, the reason for this um, encounter of, uh, of um, Isaiah is for to um, is is for the the reason for this is to is for God to to bring purification not to Isaiah's soul, okay, uh, but he was to bring about the purification of his lips because he was a prophet, so to sanctify his lips, they had to bring, to make him have a vision, right, of the sanctuary. Do you see that? They gave him a vision of the sanctuary, and when he saw the sanctuary, he saw seraphims who bear the the, who bear the, the ministry of the ministry of purification, praise God, that unlocks the access to the or the access to the message of God. All right, so I to think about it this way: is that the the, 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 it is through the ministry of the sanctuary that the lips of the prophet is purified. Do you see that? So, when I say who is a prophet, a prophet is somebody who is um, who has a mandate or who has who is equipped and who is raised to bear the life of the covenant, right? And so, for Prophecy, every prophet must go through a sanctification. Do you see that? Now, without sanctification, there can't be a... He said that I am... Let's see, it, praise the Lord. He said, uh, he laid it upon my mouth and said, Lo, this had touched my, thy lips, and thine iniquity is taken away, and thy sin is what? Purge. Thine iniquity is taken away. Thy sin purge. And I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? So he began to say, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? And then, then said I, then here I am, then what? Send me. So it means that they, they couldn't send him before purification. Right? He couldn't, they couldn't send him. It means they can't trust him. They can't trust him the, with the message until he has he has been purified. Do you see that? Uh-huh. So, so it means that 
God's message to his people cannot come. He can't push out God's message without the, the ministry of what? Of sanctification, right? It's for, this is also the reason why in the book of Malachi, they were speaking concerning the priesthood. Yes. I said concerning the priesthood too, you saw the same kind of thing. Malachi chapter 3, it was, taught, it was also prophecy about priesthood, that there's something wrong with the priesthood. He was teaching about the defect in the priesthood. Then later in chapter 3, now began to say that, that, that um, um, it was saying that the messenger of what? The covenant. Amen. Then the Lord whom you seek, who is the messenger of the covenant, will shortly, suddenly come into what? His temple and he will sit there and he will purify the sons of living. Right? And then he will sit there also as what? A refiner of gold and silver and all of that. Praise God. So that's the ministry of the holy place. That's the ministry of what? Of the sanctuary. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh, praise God. Um, so the, the ministry of sanctification is, is, the ministry, um, is the ministry that God will, that God will unveil to his soul. Praise God. Who he wants to. Who, a ministry that, that God wants, to, anybody that God wants to relate with. God must, that person must go through this ministry, right? And the way that you, a person experiences this ministry is that you must, exp, you must have dealings with the beings who are bearers of this ministry. Now, one thing is that these ministers here, seraphims, they don't, they, they don't, they don't announce themselves. They are not like messengers. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's hard for you to see. Ah, it's Seraphim. Come and say, ah, and they will mention the name of Seraphim. My name is this. And I, got, I brought a message from God. Such a thing hardly happens. But you see, God can send an angel from the third heaven, like Michael. Are you seeing? Like Michael and all of those angels, like Gabriel. You see Gabriel coming from the, from the third heaven. You saw Michael coming from the third heaven. Praise the Lord in the Bible. I see he's coming like with a message. Praise the Lord. But <laughs> these ministers, they are not um, <clears throat> they are not mainly the way they characterize their ministry in the Bible. They are they are not um, they are not messengers. Right? Because they're not messengers of God. Right, because he who make it his angels, spirit. So that word angel means messenger. His messenger must be spirit. Be able to be a messenger of God. You must be what? Spirit. Praise God. But so it means that for, a, for, a, for souls to begin to experience um, the, the ministry of sent ones, that God who ones who God sent, messenger, it, it always has to do with arriving at the very, very life of God. In other words, if, when, 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 if Michael, as an angel, means that you see that Michael never ministers in check throughout the Bible, you never see angel Michael ministering anywhere or saying anything that didn't have to do with the end. 
You never see him ministering anything. So Daniel was where you saw him in Daniel, and you see him in the book of Revelation. Praise the Lord. Amen. You never see Daniel minister. Sorry, you never see Michael ministering because without what he's. In fact, his name Michael. Michael means like God. Is a Michael is the is a minister of the likeness of God. Is a being of that realm. Praise the Lord. So that so you don't you won't see him ministering except praise the praise God. Things that have to do with that realm. You saw also when Gabriel was ministering. Gabriel wasn't just ministering for the sake of it. When they sent Gabriel, for example, towards Zechariah, towards to Mary, you saw his ministration to them was teaching about, was talking about the son, how he will be great. He will be called the son of the highest. That was a, they sent him with a message concerning a, a, a being who will be raised into the, the world of the highest. Praise the Lord. When he was talking to, praise the Lord. Amen. So anyway, you see those, those beings, when they, when they send them. So it means that when you start seeing ministration of such angels on the earth, it means that it's time God is beginning to bring about a season where, God, where man should arise to begin to partake of what? Of his own, of his ministry. Of his own very, 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 his own, his own very ministry. Praise God. But <clears throat> there is a there's a realm before God that um, it, it doesn't matter. You see in the book of Daniel, when Michael came and ministered in the book of Daniel, by the end of Daniel, he said, shut up this book and seal it until the time of the end. So the fact that he came, he brought out the prophecy, he laid out the prophecy, he said, shut it down. This prophecy will not happen until it's time. Now see, later in the book of Revelation, before the prophecy would open up. You now find that the seals have opened up to a point where Johnny, when they opened the sea seal, you saw trumpet began to blow. And the trumpets in the book of Revelation are trumpet are journeying instruments to journey. The purpose of trumpet is to, to journey through the sanctuary of God. Check the trumpets. They are journeys through what? Through the sanctuary. Of God. It wasn't after, after the blowing of the trumpet, you now see later Michael now showed up again. And that was the time for uh, the fulfillment of that ministry. Praise God. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Amen. So, um, the, there is, so the, the, what the Lord is revealing to us is that He said, look, there's an intermediate phase of ministration, which is, is, a, is a time of where you must come into dealings with beings who will not appear and give you prophecy, who are, who are not primarily sent ones, who are not primarily messengers. <clears throat> so it's easy to miss such, such angels in the time of their ministry. Do you get what I'm saying? It's easy to miss, it's very easy for a soul to miss the ministry of the second heaven. It's, it's very easy. You, you, that's, that's, that's um, <coughs> praise God. It's easy for souls to miss what? The, the fullness, the fullness, the ministry. A lot, of, a lot of souls who are becoming spiritual, 
you will check them that this, you know, you know that this soul, they are under the auspices of, of Christ. And this, such, this soul, this soul have had access to the word of righteousness. When you see, even you will smell things around them. But this is not just a, a worldly soul. But there are many souls who are in the school of Christ who have never crossed into the holy place. Because it's the realm of another kind of ministry. It's, it's the realm of an inward ministry. You, see, you can see a soul in the outer court. They hear in the courts of God because of the season, by virtue of season. You can, so you can see through scripture that prophecy about the end can come because of season. Like in the time of Daniel. It wasn't time, but Michael came, put his one lang, hand on, leg on the sea, and, one leg, and then he swore by him who sat, and all of those things, praise the Lord, and began to talk about the end. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? But because of season, you can, you can have visitations of, of, of angels, messengers, who will begin to bring word concerning the end. But, but, you, but, but, but you see a soul, there is a, there is a realm of journey that there is, is a difficulty. is a, a leap to cross the first veil. I don't see the first bit is not talk about too much, but there is something that souls can easily miss it. Do you know what I'm saying? Are you get what I'm trying to say? Because when you are in the school of the outer court, you are learning Christ. It is also word of righteousness. In other words, it is also meat of the word. So, meat of the word is also you see that thing called separation. Is part of the meat of the word. But it's not every person who is in the school of Christ who has fire of who have the who have it's not every person who is in the school of Christ who has t- tasted the ministry of burning. The, the ministry of burning. There is a way that a soul can be cheated in the word of righteousness. You, so, so one can learn Christ, but never enter into his burning realm. That is... Do you understand what I'm trying to say to you? In other words, somebody can have faith that is faith. And when you see somebody who, are, this is not faith towards God. We're talking about a, 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 a level of the faith of the Son of God. You see that thing. This person is carrying the conversation of that faith, but they never took that faith to have it tried with fire. It's not every person who has the faith of the Son to a degree who has had their faith tried, who has passed through the trying of that faith. The, the place where they try that faith is another school. It is another school in the school of Christ. So you now find that there are a lot, a lot of souls who assume that they are in the sanctuary, but they are not. That's the, 
that's the core of what I'm just trying to pass across to you. That you can easily mistake you mistake profiting from the word of Christ from with going through sanctification. They have to bring definition to this thing, otherwise we will not know. You would have just been separated and you would think you have been sanctified. So, there's, a, there's something about that ministry that you can have a mistake, like this Uncle Isaiah had. He was oblivious. Chapter 1 to chapter 5, was just, he has, to him, he has launched into ministry. From chapter one to chapter, <laughs> he didn't know that there's a there's a world there's a there's a there's a world of imagine a, a prophet like this he didn't know he didn't know about a temple that you see this place there's a temple in that heaven it's, it's closed it's like Levites they would just be around being around the the you know imagine I want to think about the Levitical feeling. that that spot of being a Levite is an interesting place you know that you measure, measure separation. And when you see all the other guys who are not like you, who are not putting on their Levitical garment, there's a sense it gives you. Ah, you know, this thing, thank God. You are, because you can taste another dominion. You've entered on that dominion. You, can't, you don't just taste it. You know, when your, your feet touches the land of the court of the tabernacle, it's a great thing. It's a great thing. It's a privilege. Some of, many of you, your feet has touched that place. Your feet has landed there. Many of you. God has helped you. They've shifted your soul by God's grace. To some of you have some of you have one leg there. If not, you have not fully entered. Praise God. I'm talking about leg in in, in the in separation. I mean, se- are you getting what I'm saying? Some have one leg. Some have tip of their toe inside the, the realm of separation. But by that time, you're you already perceiving another dominion. You know, when you come, you cannot come near another dominion without knowing it. You feel it. There is something about you you know that it's not, it's not fully of this world. You just, you just know. You just take, even you check your thoughts somewhere, you just check some things that you, you handle. You know, that, ah, man, thank God, God has helped somebody, you know. Because you, you look back at former times, former days. Kai, say, God, thank you. You know what I'm talking about? So imagine that Levitical something. That there's a Levitical celebration. You know, you know the, the realm of his of Levite is also is the realm of praise. You enter into his gate with thanksgiving, into his court with praise. When you see Levite dancing and, and stepping, that is the dance of beings who, who they've separated. When they, they look back at the wretched life, ah, they start dancing to go. Thank God for this. That's a, it's a good rejoicing. You mu- your soul must rejoice that rejoicing. It's the rejoicing of beings who have, who have been given privilege of God's thought, privilege of God's dominion. And then through there, you have a vantage point. You can see the wretchedness of the world, and you celebrate the great the deliverance. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, so that, that's an awesome place to be. But what I'm just trying to tell you is that at that point, you... You, you, you have the server of the dominion of God. It's possible to carry that. And then, 
you. But you've not, you don't, you, <laughs> oh my God. <coughs> Thank you. There, I, I've talked before about this, this season where they turn that praise and thanksgiving into mourning. They call it mourning. They call it heaviness. Ashes. This, those are the, that is the season of the Zionic season. A many souls have accessed the God's kingdom, but they've not accessed his mountain. God's mountain is a world of dealings. That's where they open up the dealings of, of Christ. The, the trying, that's what that, that place that first Peter was speaking about, that the trying of your faith being much more precious. And of gold that perisheth, gold that perisheth, than of gold that perisheth. Praise God. Amen. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? So, that realm of bond, like I said, so it's a, it's a secret realm that, that's the, it's the, that's the first realm of God's secret. The first realm of secret, the first secret realm of God. Souls who haven't entered that world, to them, when you say word of righteousness, kingdom, everybody to them looks the same. You know, this kingdom thing, this is, everyone looks the same. But those who have been, who have, those who have, and who have stayed in Zion, who are in the school of Zion, who are experiencing the ministry of burning, they know themselves. To, to them, all brethren don't look the same. When they, they know a brother, a brother that has born in conversation and those who don't. It's not, there, there are levels of conversation in the word of righteousness. Or, I mean, in the word of Christ or in the meat of the world. There are levels of conversation, there are levels of dealings. Praise God. So, look, like, look at the, the prophet here, he said that <clears throat> thank you Jesus. When he saw the ministry, he said, and then, then said, I woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell where? In the midst of a what? People of unclean lips. So, I, I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell where? In the midst of a people of unclean lips. For mine eyes have seen the king, the Lord of hosts. This king here is the... Lord of hosts. No, this king here is not the king on the throne. It's not God on the throne. This king is the king or what? Of the sanctuary. He's the king in the sanctuary. You know that all the realms of the kingdom are realms of kings. Praise God. So, 
what you just saw was the image of the throne of God that descended, or a kind of, of dominion that, the dominion of sanctification, which is saw in the sanctuary. Praise God. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? <clears throat> uh, so, there, there will be a time when souls who they've gathered through separation, they will now begin to expose them to the ministry of the second heaven. <laughs> they, they will begin to expose such a soul to what? The ministry of what? Of the, of the second heaven. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Such season is the season of trying of faith. Trying of what? Faith. How do they try the faith? They pass it through fire. Right? The passing of the soul through fire is the time of the removal of impurities where they begin to remove the impurities or, or the uncleanness that is in the soul. So, you have souls that have profited from the meat of the world, but they still have their uncleanness with them. And then you have souls who have advanced to a point where they are subjected to a ministry that can remove uncleanness. Only fire can remove uncleanness from the soul. Only fire can do what? Only fire. Fire, what is fire? Fire is the the consuming um, is the consuming the consuming will the so the is a kind of will that's the not just the good will of God but the acceptable will of God is a is a burning will. Do you see that? It's, so, soul can transition into different kind of will. You, you can pick wheels from the spirit. People, they are beings in Christ, but you, are, you pick wheels from the realm where you have, your feet is touching. You, you pick different will. There, is, there, there are wheels that can burn you. There are wheels that might not burn you. They are righteous. They are good when you do them. But they cannot ignite your soul. They cannot create burning in the soul. It is to a soul that experiences these dealings are soul that peak you have to take 
codes from the altar. This, are you getting what I'm saying? You must take what? Coal. That coal is the, is, is the acceptable will. It's, and you must bring it into your bosom. You bring the coal into your bosom. That's how you receive ministry. Now, so, that, so you see that a, a, the way you know a soul that is, has, whose feet is planted in the sanctuary or in the ministry of purification is that they have a nature, it's an, it's an attitude of taking things that burn. The wheel, the, the pool wheel, burning wheel. Oh, oh, oh. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. <clears throat> Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. So, when they are... Uh, Thank you, Father. Thank you. When they are beginning to, to... They want to transition a soul into that ministry. You see, uh, for such a soul, it's almost like a buffet of wheels begin, begin to appear. A buffet of wheels is almost like... Uh, we can, you can... You can take good will. You can be doing good will. But you not say another class of will will begin to descend. But when you see it, you can you see its color. It's different. It's fiery. You will, and you can smell and sense that if I take this thing, it can burn me. Do you? Anybody that knows what I'm talking about knows what I'm talking about. Those who don't know, we know later. Uh, I say, when, they are, when, you are, when you are in your journey in Christ, you know, at first, the, at first time, the first time you'll be enjoying mm-hmm. sanctification. There's, a, there's an initial excitement of the wheel of separation. That it's awesome, you do it, you love it, you love it, you will do. There's an excitement with which separated souls do is that it's a kind, it's a kind of righteousness, but it's a, it's a righteousness that does not burn. It's also righteous too. It's the beginning of righteousness, it's good. It's, the world, worldly people are not doing it, it's higher, it's a higher standard, it's a separated way. It's, it's a thought of another world that you are doing it. But there will be a time you will do that to a point where they will now say, okay, they will now lower another buffet, another option of will. That, you see that thing that you did, there's a, there's a deeper standard of it that, is, that burns. It's, it's, it is fairy in nature. It is, it, is this, it is the elder brother of that other will that you were doing. Oh, you don't understand what I'm trying to say. He's a senior. He's coming. He's, it is a, you don't discover that that one is not just a will. It's a ministry. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. I think that's a tongue. Let's take that. Thank you, Father. 
Rekatalia nosso pate veniste pata talia cassate vinosto. Pretile crioso fateme nashi kete petile proso totolita vanata. Efetemi oshi kate pepe pelite ganoso patelia katata talioso pate. Elifra hati matioloso cote banata. Prite telioso panti nateli keteni ananaso pate telio patana badosta. Lika to pilati laiti laika laiko lo pilaka lipa hati loco teke. Rika to potica contente contilenti Ricatelia capapapopoposo tatani nananoso toniana, Liprehentenita, Ricatenianita, Ricatenianata, Nitoso teia manioso papalicataria vata. It is a realm where many stumble. It is a realm where many stumble. It is a realm where many stumble. It is a realm where many, many, many stumble. But it is a realm where you come with meekness, where you come with meekness, where you come with lowliness, where you come with lowliness. It is a realm of great help if you are open. It is a realm of great help when you come vantile petosota. It is a realm of blessing. It is a realm of blessing. It is the place of blessing for the blessing that I have ahead of you. It is a realm of blessing. It is a realm of blessing. It is my first blessing. It is my first blessing. It is my blessing. It is my blessing. It is my blessing. For anyone that will come to me must pass through fire. You must pass through fire. Pass through fire. Pass through fire. Come to me through fire, for I am behind the realm of fire. I am behind the realm of fire. For anyone that will come to me must receive the ministry of fire. You must receive the ministry of my host. You must receive the ministry of my host, for that is the place of purification. It is the place of burning that you may be acceptable to me. It is the place of removal of iniquities that you may be acceptable and be at peace with me. It is a realm of blessing. It is the realm of blessing. Many stumble here, but you have to come with meekness for to come to blessing. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Father, we thank you. We have a short time. Let's just go forward. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Are we getting a sense of what I'm trying to show to us by God's grace? Um, um, thank you, Jesus. So I was talking about that separated phase of his soul, right, where um, you are already doing, you are doing a, you are doing a kind of will, right, they, they, and they, at that point, separation means there's clarity between God's own righteousness and the righteousness of the world. You've, his soul has that clarity. You see, if you read is Isaiah. You have time. We can just read this chapter, chapter 5, the chapter before chapter 6, and, and look at Isaiah's tone. That chapter 5, chapter 5 almost it describes the attitude of separation. That's Isaiah chapter 5. You, then you check 
Check his tone in chapter 5. Before going to chapter 6, you'll see in chapter 5 he was talking about, in fact, in verse 20, he was saying, Woe unto them that call good evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Say, Woe unto them. That is a, sanct- that is a separated soul. The, the, the separation is a place of, of clarity. Ah! This is the, you can separate between the world. And you see, one of them that called evil good and good evil, it means he can now talk, you can measure the separation between different goods, the, the good that those in the world call good. You now, you now look at what real good is. That in a war unto them who are, I think, am I getting, are you getting my sense? Are you getting me? Yes, uh-huh. Just not, not so I can move on because there's no time. I, I don't want to just... I don't want to say something that you're not getting. I want to quickly, if you, once you get it, I want to be able to move quickly because of what we have to say. Praise the Lord. You understand? So he's saying that one to them that, that, still, that don't still understand good. So separation is what ministers the right concept of good to the soul. You see that? That's the first righteousness. You see, you can read, praise God. He said, one to them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. Who unto them that are, might, that, that, that are mighty to drink wine and men of, of strong drink? Praise the Lord. If you, if, let's go back a little bit in that chapter. You see where he, he began to speak concerning the, the life of, of, you know, the outward life, the worldly life. Say, woe, verse 11. It says, woe unto them that rise up early in the morning that they may follow after strong drink. It means those who, who rise into the intoxication of Babylon. Who rise into the that's, the that's the nature of the natural, normal man on the earth. They rise into the, the strong drink of the world, right? That, and, and continue until night, till wine inflame them. He spoke about the harp and the vial, the celebration that is in the world. Praise the Lord. So, he's, so this soul, you can see that this is a man with a sense of separation, the clear division between what? The the world and God's own standard. Are you seeing that? Well, that is not sanctification. That is separation. Do you see that? So, separation makes you see the woe of the world. But true sanctification... That person who sees the woe of the world, the carrier of woe himself, but he has not been exposed to deal with the, the woe on the inside. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's, it took chapter 6, are you getting what I'm saying? For, for him to now say, woe is me. Let's see that in verse... <coughs> thank you, Father. Verse 5, he said, Then said I, woe is me, for I am... Undone, because I am a man of unclean lips. He that was saying woe and was was able to this, to separate between different the lowest lower standard of good of the world and the right standard of good. But at this time, they now begin to to lower another standard. They just open the sight of the temple to him. So when the, when he opened when they opened the temple, he now began to see what what Isaiah began to see are the is the the. The, the school of the acceptable will. Are you get what I'm saying? The, the school. So, 
The sign of sanctification is when the, the will of, sorry, acts of sanctification or the acceptable will is, it sounds different from the good will. The good will talks, a lot of time it talks to you about generalities concerning the separation of God's righteousness. You will, a soul who has, who has partaken of the good will of God will have a general sense of God's righteousness. That means something in the spirit. It's not worthless. In fact, having that is, is, is entrance into the kingdom. Those who have those things are entrance of God, God's kingdom. They have a general sense of the righteousness of God. But the will of acceptability, what you call the acceptable will, gives you, is a personal, it is different. It is a coal. There are coals that you must take to your bosom. They are, the, 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 will, the acceptable will are wills to set you on fire, to, to burn things that are what? That are within. It's the, it's the will for the undoing of a man. Say, so, woe is me for what? I am undone. That's sanctification. Sanctification is the undoing of a man <clears throat> by that will. Do you see that? Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So, in, for many of us, you will begin to see that if, if God has helped you and is beginning to push you into this school, you will begin to see that there are some of us that the acceptable will has been calling you, but you are... Some of us, you don't believe that maybe God is actually asking you for that standard. You don't believe that. Ah, isn't this not too far? Really? To this extent? Are you really, really? Ah, ah. But you don't know that that is the, is the acceptable will. It's the acceptable will that is talking to you. The acceptable will is, it wants to move you beyond the general, just that general fellowship of yes, those who are hanging around the tabernacle yes, to minister, to, they want to bring you into a, a point of engagement with the, uh, engagement with the, with the transforming ministry that is in the school of Christ, that is in the word of Christ. Praise God. 
they are so it's movement from thank God for Savo. What they're gonna say, I mean the Savo of Christ. There's an aroma of Christ that the you wear once you become a Levite in the spirit. But they want to move you beyond just carrying the aroma. They want to move you into the power. The Christ who is the power of God is not the separated Christ. Someone can be separated but refuse the power and just from separation and if someone refuses the power too long the person will put on a form of godliness a form of godliness someone a soul can fall into a form of godliness denying the power thereof that's what you call the power thereof the power thereof there's the power the power thereof is in the is in the dealing the, the dealings of, of the sanctification. There's Christ, there are Christ in, in levels. If you walk into a, a community of separated Christ, it will be nice. You will smell Christ there. You will smell the savour of Christ. People who are from the world, when they come, hey, why are you guys all like this? Oh, there's just something about you guys. You know, just the smell the aroma. It's one thing. Then when you shift from there, move into a community of sanctified Christs, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. The, when you move into the community of, of sanctified Christ, what you experience there, you will, exp, you will, you will, you will experience there will be, you, you will have, there will be the demonstration of power. That is what you will find in the midst of sanctified Christ. Is, what, is, what is a demonstration of power? You see lives laid down. That's, it's a different, that's a different kind of community. It's a higher community. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> It's the higher community. That's the next. That's the next level. That's the. That's the next. That's the one we are pressing into fulfillment. That's where, in in such a community, you see the, the a feast of charity. There's a, there'll be a feast of char- a charity feast. It's not easy for the feast to appear. Uh, to, for the feast of charity to appear, it means souls must have gone through burning, burning, burning. Things must have must have happened. A lot of souls must have chosen that, that burning wheel, the acceptable wheel, that the coals, the wheel that is red hot. That when you know that, you know this one is red, it's going to finish me. This one, this, you know, there are wheels like that. We know we avoid them. This, we don't do the, the ones that want to finish us. We do the other ones. Mm-hmm. But, but when you begin to pick, if you can gain courage, pick from... Take coals from the altar. Take coals from the altar. Gain courage. You'll see you will be, 
you begin to unlock power. You see this being called Christ that we are preaching, there's power there. There's, a, there's power in that nature. In that being, the, the, there's power, there's power, there's power, there's power. There's power. They, can, they can roll heaven. They will just say, okay, this is you. You have moved up. Let us now open up the second heaven. It's not Christ. There are two heavens under which Christ, Christ's life can be carried. You can see Christ on that first heaven. There's a way they are. Separated people. Awesome. Beautiful. But there's another season of Christ to whom their heaven is born in. Those are, those are beings of power. Powerful souls. Powerful beings. Such beings, they, they rusticate spirits. They finish spirits. Spirits have no place. Such, such, such souls, you try and, try and bring a thought that is foreign. It can never, you know there's some ground that seed can never, you can never find root yes, there. Yes, you can't find, you can, that seed can never take root in such a place. Because there's so much power, so much power, so much power. There are community where selfish thoughts are strange. They're just strange because it's too hot. They can't, the fire of such places are, 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 are so hot. You can't, you can't drop. It's, you, it's hard to find selfish seed or nature or attitude. It's not conducive. In fact, even if, when you who are selfish, when you go to that place where, with such beings, for the time you are there, you become selfless. <laughs> Then when you go back home, you can continue yourself. Because of power. Say power. 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 That's what they're talking about. That's what I'm talking about. So my message today is very simple. Upgrade your Christ. That's all I'm just, that's my message. That's all my preaching today. That's, that's just the message today. I, I don't know if you understand. Does anybody understand the message? I just want to understand. Do you, do you get what I'm trying to say? That's the message. 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 That's the when Uzziah died, I also saw the Lord. I saw him. He began to see. Praise God. All they want to do is they want to open. It's not difficult. It's that they will just open up. They will just open up the inside into another heaven. As a as a student of Christ, you just, you stop just you stop seeing the first heaven. You know, there's a heaven you see. That's where we fetch will from. Yes, but of course, we only see the heaven of separation. Yes, we don't see the burning heaven. Mm-hmm. But there's a way that they can just open, they will just roll away there for they will open the other heaven to you. You will now begin to see beings of ministry. It's their angels with nature, fairy nature. Nature that when you take what they are doing, it will, you, it will commit fire to your bosom. It will carry fire. And when you are, if you are able to find that fire, let it burn through. Burn you to burn into charity. 
have love, charity, charity. Love one another fervently with a pure heart. With a pure heart. Pure heart. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you tonight. We bless your name. Lord, we've not just spoken. These are, the, these are your words. These are, these are timeless, ageless truths. They can never change. They are true. These are, this is how it is. This is how it is. These are your, your truths, your judgment, your standard. Lord, we have not just come to be amused by them, but Father, we've, we came, every soul here tonight came to be blessed. Every one of us, we all came, Lord. We all came to be blessed. We all came. We all came that through words, by granting utterance to paint and to speak and to teach concerning this thing, that you will by mercy make our heart partakers of this ministry of which you have spoken to us, you don't speak in vain. You said that so shall it be that concerning every word that goeth forth from my mouth, it shall not return unto me void without accomplishing that thing for which it was sent. Lord, this word will not go back to you. It will not go back to you void. It will go back to you void. Thank you for initiations that are ongoing even right now. Even right now. Even right now. Thank you for hearts that are making decisions right now to take that wheel, to, to begin to engage the burning wheel, the, the wheel of, of acceptability, even the wheel of sanctification. Thank you for help, help for hearts, help for hearts, help for hearts now, help for hearts now, who are, who are willing to further their sojourn in Christ, who are willing to further their journey in Christ, to further sanctification, to raise the standard, to walk further, to move further even in the school of the spirit. Thank you. Thank you for ministry. Ministry ongoing right now, man. Manaha. Manaha Rikamo. Shepre Edoske. Remashientu Rabau Freperivegria and Tai Klebru Venekita. Sasienturi Efremenika Ingron Tai Praskote Krino. Kraman Satayen Raisu Kambron Tafael Krisko. Ropanefiela Barota Feskrenturi and Debrovinikita. Le para mama mama mato toto li kapata tali kete tete tete krepanto le preto se se pretete meredaske repenefereme. Thank you, thank you, thank you for every soul receiving help right now. Every heart receiving help right now. Every soul receiving help right now. Makri eprama ori amarodebeka repanos engri kaskuri alamazu prieta maya. Oh manka eshe pramumi empama oprama mamre ebrendo. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. In Jesus' name. Our Father, we bless your name tonight and we give you praise. Thank you. Thank you. Paramo Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you. We connect we connect the blessing with our heart. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we connect strength. 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 Strength from heaven. Strength from heaven. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Jesus. New strength. Different strength. Exchange. Exchange strength. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your name tonight. Thank you for blessing us, for speaking to us. We give you glory. We give you praise. Bless your holy name. Thank you, our Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You Bless you. Between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim.